I'm Tanner Johnson. And I'm Jack Dodgen. We're from the Eastside Church of Christ. Teen life can be difficult to navigate. New emotions, experiences, pressures, and challenges shape what we understand about our identity. It's almost like navigating a maze. Twists, turns, dead ends. Uh, The race can be both exhilarating and terrifying. At Through the Maze Podcast, we believe Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. When we put our trust in Him, we can navigate the maze and build our identity based on who He says we are. And in the end, find life and life to the fullest. Thank you for walking alongside us today. All right, welcome to the Through the Maze podcast, and this is our, our first episode. We're starting this out, and uh, by the time we're starting this, we're most of the way through the first month of 2022. We were shooting for earlier, but we're going to talk about some goal settings. One that we may have we messed up is not... already failing on our goal. Yeah, we're so a little was... bit behind on that. <laughs> uh, but we're going to talk about setting godly goals, and uh, with that, we, we know that a lot of you may have set New Year's resolutions... Uh, back in 2021, some of the most uh, common ones that were set for year 2021, so I guess a half year ago yeah, for yeah. that, yeah. Um, 50% of people said uh, exercising, fitness is one of their main goals. That's me. <laughs> 48% was losing weight. Uh, that one was me. Also me. Uh, that's right. Uh, saving money was a big one Don't for care. 44% yeah. of people. Yeah, money yeah, yeah, whatever. wouldn't be in ministry if we were wanting money. But anyway, uh, improving diet was 39%. Those were the, some of the top four there. Do um, you have any for this year that you've set? Uh, we got Jack here today. Uh, I'm Tanner Johnson Hello. from the Eastside, Youth, Eastside Church of Christ, youth minister. And then we have our minister, Jack, here with us today. Um I, I uh, do have a goal. I'm trying to uh, I'm trying to do the lose weight thing without mm-hmm. changing the diet, the intermittent fasting thing. So okay. a lot of self control of stop eating <laughs> right. right now. Yeah, uh, but I can eat whatever. So it's gotcha. It's yeah. not too bad. It's going well so far. Good, good. Um, yeah, like that's that's been a big one for me. Losing weight. Like I've, I've done all right the past. Year. I I kind of fall off the wagon hard whenever I I do. Uh, Mess holidays up, you know? and stuff are difficult yeah and, yeah like know. one of the biggest places that i fail i think when setting goals is i i will fail and then i don't get back on very fast you know i yeah, i'm yeah, like yeah. okay well i guess that's failed i'll start at the beginning of next year you know that i do that a lot so um but uh it's too talk- early for that yeah very much <laughs> yeah, too early. Yeah, that's right that's right yeah we'll get it. i should probably kick <laughs> it back in right away right um uh, but there have been over 384 tests that have concluded that goal setting has a very it's a has a statistically significant effect on our behavior. Uh, it's it's just kind of proven that if you actually choose to set a goal, you're more likely to follow through on it. And we'll talk about that in a second. But uh, this podcast, we're wanting to be very, I guess, zoomed in on the teen experience uh, through all this. The Teen resolutions, I've, I found in a few different kind of, I guess, little blogs all over the place. Sure, yeah, uh, yeah. Some, uh, some different rev- resolutions that uh, teens will set. And this one is from a specific 16-year-old girl that set, set hers. She said one of her goals was to uh, start talking to that shy person that's at school. Okay. Uh, another one's like calling up a friend that she hasn't talked to in a while, uh, going on a roller coaster that she was scared to go on the year before. 
and telling family members that she loves them more often. I think that that's just really cool. Like okay, the heart yeah. of seeing that. I'm gonna change uh, mine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah there's one. oh man, yeah. It makes you feel like <laughs> oh man, what am I doing? Uh, there are a few others that were kind of through there. One was getting getting the license for a teenager. I guess that's a, okay, that's pretty yeah. important. You know, I'm just I, trying to keep mine from being revoked. That's right. That's yeah, yeah. I get a few more speeding tickets <laughs> and I'm right. in trouble. Right. Um, Another one that was pretty cool is trying not to spread rumors as much. I mean that that's a pretty important. Yeah, that's good. Th- that's pretty good. cool. Uh, this one I, I really liked. Some one there's a, a team that said I like to play less PC and play more in reality. Like those are the words that were used there, okay. and yeah. I, I thought it was interesting that it seems like the goals that teens have set, at least in these random places that I found it, they're less based on like the personal life that they're they're living. Like like us as adults, you know, we kind of it's lose weight and it's like things like that yeah, that are very yeah, personal, yeah. you know? Uh, but it seemed like at least from these small ones that I've read, that it's more about how they interact with the environment. Yeah. Including, including yeah. people in and community. Yeah. And all this. Yeah. yeah. Very good. Yeah. Kind of a community thing. I, th- I just thought that was, that was kind of cool. And um, I kind of wish <laughs> I was, had my mind set that way a little bit more often, but that, that was a pretty cool thing. So, um, had some statistics on resolution failure rates. Uh, this is and this is pretty staggering. I, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. So of those who make New Year's resolutions after one week, seventy-five percent are still successful in keeping it. That means like within one week, twenty-five percent of people that set resolutions have just failed. <laughs> like they're they're so done, messed so up. Yeah. After two weeks, that drops to seventy-one percent, and then after one month, that drops again to sixty-four percent. Okay. So we're we're already down like 35, 36 percent right now. Yeah, people It's getting pretty bad at this point. After six months, forty six percent of people who make a resolution are still successful in keeping it. So we're down to like half of everyone that has kept or has made a resolution are still keeping it. So that's like half of people. So okay. that's kind of interesting. Um, but here's another interesting comparison: is uh, if you you have the people that have set goals, like have specifically decided, like these are the goals I'm going to set and I'm going to say it to people, I'm going to write it down, I'm going to do what I need to do. And people that just, they want the same thing, but they don't actually, like, they don't actually set it or write it down or say it anywhere. Um, The people that have those goals but don't actually set the resolution, only 4% are still successful after six months. That's a huge difference. Yeah, that's a big, that's a big deal. Like, um, just not having it anywhere, just kind of wishing out there, like, uh, yeah, I should lose weight, but I'm not going to actually, yeah, you know, it's yeah, kind of yeah. that little, there's a, that thought that's there, but it never actually comes. Um, so in talking about setting godly goals, uh, we, we want to make this spiritual application because I think that there's, um, well, we need to be able to think about uh, our spiritual goals and are, are do they kind of go yeah. the same way as those other resolutions, you know? Where we say we want to do it, but we kind of get into this uh, going through the motions kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, the, the, the idea yeah. of being intentional. Right, right. It's all throughout scripture. And I think in the, the verse that we're about to read, you kind of see this mm-hmm. planning and sticking with that plan and yeah. making it all happen. Yeah. Um, so th- this first scripture we're going to look at is Galatians chapter 6, verse 6 through 9. It says, let the one who is taught the word share all good things with the one who teaches. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever one sows, that will he also reap. For the one who sows to his own flesh will from the flesh reap corruption. But the one who sows to the Spirit will from the Spirit reap eternal life. 
And let us not grow weary of doing good, for in due season we will reap if we do not give up. So, yeah, like uh, kind of like you said, with there's this idea of being intentional, right? Yep. Um, I, I like the there's this picture that it shows up in Scripture all the time of sowing and reaping. And when I think of sowing, there's a lot of planning that goes into that. You know, you have to find the plot of land that you're going to use. Yep. Uh, you have to go buy the seeds you want or I, I don't know how it, I guess they had their other plants that they got seeds sure. from. Either way. We assume. But, We're not farmers. Yeah, yeah, not farmers <laughs> for sure. Not That's not the area of expertise. But you, but. you have to work the ground. Yeah. Uh, then you plant the stuff. You have to water the stuff. <laughs> You've got to make sure it's got everything that it needs. And that's that doesn't happen by accident. Yeah, you know, that, yeah. There, yeah, there's definitely this intentionality, like this, this idea of um, not growing weary and, and doing good. And I think that's... I mean, that's an area that I struggle with. I'm sure a lot of people struggle with where we just kind of get complacent and say like, well, if, I guess if it pops up, I'll do something good. But this is the I, there's definitely some forethought that you see in this scripture of like, don't grow weary in doing what's good because you're going to reap a harvest for doing this. Like, um, I, I think naturally people are creatures of habit, routine and rhythm. Like yeah. one of the interesting things that I've seen is that whenever you try to make a change like this, like you make a resolution and you're trying to change your life, your brain actually registers it as if you're feeling pain. Like whenever you're trying to make a change in your life, it's it's so ridiculous. Um, which like that's what makes it so hard to lose weight that you're hungry and you hurt, right? Yeah. Um, but uh, goal goal setting has this way of helping us break out of rhythm and seek progress and growth. And whenever we put that in a spiritual context, maybe setting a more positive, godly rhythm, whether that's you know reading more scripture, whether that's um, changing up your prayer life, maybe your outreach, uh, things that you want to do there. It kind of goal setting helps us to think about, you know, let's be intentional about this and yeah. what are the steps yeah. to go forward. So, um, but it's also important to think about, I mean, we've we talked about the spiritual and that's important, but I, there's also a lot to say about the physical health that we, yeah. that we try to, uh, Paul, take. Paul talks about this like specifically, and he relates it to spiritual stuff, but he does say uh, physical training is of some value. It, it's good to take care of those things. And maybe, especially with as much as you and I have talked about weight loss, <laughs> right, right. Uh, perhaps we'll talk about that on an episode all its own. <laughs> yeah, point. yeah. Uh, but physical training does have some value, but then he says godliness has value for all things, even in uh, even in your your weight loss goals and things like that, one of uh, one of my teachers, uh, I only ever knew him as the guy who runs oh, yeah, twenty yeah, miles yeah. a week. Yeah. That's all I ever one knew him guys, as. Yeah. But he was a huge guy, uh-huh. uh, and he lost all that weight partially because needed to do it for himself, wanted yeah. to do it for his wife, yeah. uh, and wanted to take care of the body that God had given him. And so there's. Yeah, yeah the spiritual training mm-hmm. that is beneficial for all yeah. things that affected right. even I need to take care of me because God gave me this. Right, here. right. Yeah. Uh, and so Paul encourages this, take care of your spiritual training, your godliness, because it has value for all things, mm-hmm. holding promise, he says, for both the present life and the life to come. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so in these mm-hmm. goals that we set and think about, set physical goals, but also pay attention to spiritual goals. Right, right. And I think we, we kind of have this way of separating those two things when they're not yeah. always yeah. so separate. You know, we say there's physical over here and there's spiritual over here. But I, I think sometimes the way you take care of your physical affects your spiritual attitude sometimes. Yes. Or, or the way that you're, I guess, spiritually, the way that you're rooted has effects on your physical, you know, like your integrity, the way that you 
you know, keep your commitments, you do things. You know, I, th- I think that all has something to do there. You know. One of the, uh, uh, in, in the Sermon on the Mount, mm-hmm. it talks about fasting in Matthew yeah. chapter 6 and um, had mm-hmm. a teacher that pointed out one of the value in, uh, one of the things that uh, comes with fasting is if you can deny yourself mm-hmm. the thing that your body needs, the, yeah. the ability yeah. to eat, then you're, you're training yourself for these things that your body doesn't need, these temptations that might come your way to be able to go, if I can withstand right. this thing I need, I can definitely do, the, yeah. do without this thing I don't. Need yeah, and so it's physical training that is setting you up for spiritual success, yeah, and that's yeah. just one of several examples that we could use. Yeah, yeah, for sure, um, and that, that's great. Yeah, and I, I think there's also something to say about you know framing these physical goals in the context of godliness. That yeah, that yeah. it's something that we need to take care of as uh, as a gift from God. You know, thinking yeah. about all things as a gift, we're able to uh, kind of place it in that context, and it helps us. So. Um, so in this podcast and what I want to try to do in all these episodes is one, we have this, the, the biblical spiritual application, uh, but I also want to give some practical applications, some things that there's been research on that people have found to be successful. And, um, and when we get to the end of this, uh, we're going to talk about ways that we want to try to navigate all this together. Cause I guess the full title of this is uh, yep. through the maze navigating uh, teen life together, right? Uh, where, if, if you want to leave a comment on this, it's how you've dealt with it and what's worked for you, what hasn't. Uh, but we'll get into that later. Um, one of the big things that's been adopted by a lot of businesses, really, a lot of uh, prominent people is the idea of uh, SMART goals. You may have heard heard of them, but it's, uh, it's specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-bound. Uh, people who write down their goals are 20% more likely to achieve them. Uh, I've I've recently kind of feel like I've been on a roll a little bit with some yeah. of my goals and I attribute that mostly to at the very beginning of this year I, I bought a journal okay and that's something that I recommend to everybody okay, yeah. and I've started keeping like daily goals and it's like uh, I write I write it down so it, like I come back and look at it later and like well there you failed uh, there you got it and it's pretty cool how, how that happens but being very specific there it's statistically shown that people who write down their goals are 20% more likely to achieve them. It kind of focuses your attention. It keeps uh, attention from being dispersed between too many things. Uh, there's this pressure to just be better at all the things sometimes. You know, yep. you yep. feel this pressure like you, you start feeling down about yourself. It's like, oh, I just got to get everything better right now. Uh, it's more of let's start with this one thing and let's get very specific and let's let's grow that way. Uh, whether it's you, I want to be a better Christian, that's great, but it's it's very vague. Yes. Um, it, yes. It's kind of like where where do you zoom in right now for your life? Like, do you want to control your anger better? Do you want to do more outreach? Do you want to read your Bible more? Do you want to work on being more appreciated or appreciative of grace that you've received? You know, just very very specific things like like get down to what is your specific goal that you want to reach. Yeah, and if you feel like you are getting specific, keep going and get more specific. Right. You know, as much as you can narrow it down to okay, every week I'm doing this. That's right. great, and it affects this next one here of uh, measurable goals. Right, yeah, measurable goals. And that's a there's, – there's this need to be to be able to measure your goals, right? Um, if you just you know, you just throw it out there and see what happens, uh, you, you don't know whether you've succeeded or failed, right? Um, but it needs to be something that you, you can measure so that you have this tangible evidence that you've accomplished your goal, and it just kind of – 
increases the encouragement you receive, I guess, when you go back and say, hey, I did that. Yeah. Like, so, yeah. like, if, if uh, we had an example, like, your resolution, I want to be better at outreach, sharing my faith, right? Um, a measurable goal might be to invite one friend to church or to one church function this month. Uh, you know, that, that might be something that, like, very... That, that's also specific. It's measurable, yeah. but it's it's something you say, well, you get to the end of the month, it's like, did I invite a friend to church? Uh, yeah, or no, you know, whatever it is. And then so you have this way of, this this tangible evidence that you did or didn't accomplish your goal. And, and that's going to help, like Tanner said at the beginning, uh, to give you, uh, a, 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 you can either have the illusion of failure and that's what leads a lot of people to quitting you know if your if your goal is bible reading and you know i haven't read it in the last two days Mm -hmm. your thought process is going to be i failed Mm. and you know i'm already behind and so i might as well but if you're keeping track of this and you look at it and go i didn't read the last couple of days but i read five times this week you know that's way better than what i was doing before Let's get back on and and tr- let's try to make it seven this yeah, next week. Yeah. Uh, and having those things measured down might help you, might help pull you out of your feelings of failure. It also help you if you feel like you're being super successful to realize, yeah. no, you you read ten times this month and you're trying <laughs> right, to read thirty right, times this month. Right. You know, keeping track of all that keeps you from uh, overhyping yourself or. Yeah underselling yourself so. yeah yeah so it kind of gives you a sober view of where you are yes. it's put places you're right in the middle uh where you know you're not too far in either stats don't lie stats don't no, lie stats so don't anything lie. that you record right. it's that's there right. and it's it's truthful mm-hmm, you know and you sure. can look right back at it yep <clears throat> i'm sorry um so we had sm now we're on a which is achievable goals uh achievable goals uh it's a goal is it's something that you know you can do uh, think baby steps, yes. <laughs> right? Um, yes. <clears throat> you don't go from, <clears throat> sorry, excuse me. You don't go from not reading the Bible at all to reading the whole New Testament in one night. Um, you'll burn out pretty quick doing something like that. Yes. Uh, you start with, I'm going to read one chapter a day, right? You, yep. you build that habit. Um, you can say, I know that I can successfully do one day. Now maybe I'll change to two chapters a day after that, you know? Um, you, you break the one big thing down into a lot of little pieces. Yes. You know, you take you take that kind of like you said earlier uh, about the specific. You take the you take the really big thing and you just break it down uh, into the smaller pieces that you can. Like, use an example of maybe a big goal is I want to run a marathon by next year. Um, most advice that's given is a <coughs> is you need to you know work up to it. Right? You get very specific with this goal. I need to be able to run two miles without stopping by the end of this month, maybe four miles without stopping by the end of next month, six, so on. And you yep, work yep. yourself up to where you can finally do the 26. But I, I've read in Proverbs that, like, it's the wicked that run without no one chasing. Yeah, so it's just why a bad you, goal. Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't run. <laughs> that's right. Don't run is, is kind of uh, what what we should be talking about here. Well, yeah. That's a serious issue. Making sure things are achievable is is a huge deal because there, there might even be this mindset of, I haven't been doing this thing I know I should, and so I really need to yeah. dive into it. Well, right. you will crash and burn yeah. if you do that. Right. Just be okay with and have have grace with yourself that you are doing better today than you were, right. uh, and let that be enough, and yeah. then keep moving from there. You are yeah. you are progressing. You are achieving. Right. Keep going from there. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, 
So now we get to R in the SMART goals, and that stands for uh, relevant. Uh, you want to make relevant goals. Uh, this one kind of applies to your more minor goals that are leading up to your big goals. So, like if you want to, if you want to read uh, a chapter a night, uh, it is not relevant to your goal how many pizza rolls you can make. Okay. Right. Unless that helps you stay up or something, or if, like if those just really get <laughs> you focused. Can't read without my pizza rolls. That's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if, like it's a there's a there's a there's an importance to this relevance that if you, your goals need to be focused in a, in a way towards where you're going, at least your serious uh, serious minor goals that are yes. leading to it. Um, it's like a, if I if I want to read a full book during the month or something, I I want to make sure that. Um, I don't. I buy the book, you know, or yeah, I, or I, yeah. There, so. there, there might be uh, joking about the pizza rolls thing, but there might be right. some relevant. Uh, there, there might be something alongside this that you're like, I, I need to get in this routine, and so every mm-hmm. night I'm gonna get decaf, and that's when I'm yeah. gonna read or right. something like that. You know, the yeah. decaf thing might be related to your goal, as weird yeah. as that yeah. sounds. Right. Uh, right. But getting yourself in kind of a mode of uh, I'm going to prep and set these things up, yeah. and sometimes they even. They might even mix with one another. Yeah, you know, yeah. If you're trying right. to avoid eating for a little bit so that you can cut down on mm-hmm. weight or something, I'm going to read my Bible during that yeah. time. I'm yeah. going to get both my goals. Cool. <laughs> with yeah. one thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, Do something that works <laughs> for right. you. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah, that, that that's big that it works for you. I mean, it's... Uh, Don't make it harder than it needs to yeah, be. Yeah, yeah. Um, Anyway, so getting into the last one here is uh, having a time-bound goal. Uh, time-bound, in my opinion, whenever I whenever I think about time time-bound, it's really about accountability. Um, like this is this is kind of one of the things that I have to keep checking myself on, as far as like staying accountable with it. It's like you get to, like, you give yourself a certain amount of time, and it's like, okay, this is the day that I am going to check on my goals, make sure I'm I'm staying with it. Um, I think it's really important to be able to find accountability partners uh, for things like this. Like have somebody that's working on the goal with you so that they can keep you in check as you're going. Uh, you say that I want to accomplish this much by this week. Um, I, I think this has, this is, a, this is a, very, a very important aspect of the SMART goals or is just to uh, remember a time to evaluate. Yeah. Um, it, it helps you break these yeah. things down, and all, all a lot of these. That's what it comes down to: is mm-hmm. have have as big a goal as you want, but you need to break it down into things you can actually do, things yeah. you can actually measure, yeah. things you can actually accomplish, and look at within a certain time frame to go. Yes, I am moving towards the finish line. Um, it, it's not natural for us to do that. It's go yeah. big or go home, right? Or right. don't start. <laughs> Never get out of bed, right? Uh, right. Uh, but we need to have this focus on taking things one step at a time, little mm-hmm. by little, yeah. a day at a time, you know, an hour at a time, maybe right. depending on what it is, right. uh, in order to accomplish it. Right. And and I think I think this this portion is so important for the people that are the procrastinators, the people that you know yes. you, you say the do tomorrow, do tomorrow, like the D U E tomorrow, yeah. D O tomorrow, right? Yeah. Um, you, you need to. I mean. I guess my suggestion, because I'm one of these people, is set your goals a day at a time or until you can work yourself up or, or whatever. Yeah. Um, just keep yourself in check because, I, I mean, I know that in, in my personal experience, it's easy to just kind of let goals go and die when you don't take time to evaluate and make sure you're yeah. staying on track. 
but yeah, all all those things uh, work together to um, make realistic goals. You have you have your set there. Uh, I'm actually going to add one thing to the smart goals here. Okay. Um, and because I, I was kind of doing some research, looking at some of this stuff, and one of the big criticisms of this smart goals idea is that it, it doesn't always lead to satisfaction whenever you accomplish them. It, it almost becomes about accomplishing goals just for the sake of accomplishing goals. You know, sure. you, you hit the check boxes and you're not really fulfilled. You just kind of done it. Yeah. Um, so something that I think fits well is remembering your why. It kind of makes it smarty goals. Yeah, it's pretty pretty cool, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, but. Uh, there's more fulfillment that comes from completing goals with a deep purpose in mind, uh, and I, I think there's kind of another of there's another level of ri- richness uh, that we get whenever our purpose comes through Christ. Uh, we can get it into our minds that God doesn't want us to have success so much in the wealth department. I, what I mean by that is, like we, if we have goals of financial success, we think it's greedy almost. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like if if I'm trying to take care of money, it means that I'm being greedy. Uh, or maybe like if we're talking about our physical body, there's some arrogance if we're like we care so much about what our body's like, you know. Um, but I th- I think it's not so much that God doesn't want us to God doesn't want us to not be successful, but it's about remembering to honor God in our successes. Uh, like we, whenever we succeed, it needs to be something that goes to the honor of God, and that that kind of roots our goals in in a purpose, you know. Um, like example of what I'm trying to talk about here is like. Say that uh, you say, I want to put a little more time and focus into studying for school because I want to equip myself and develop good habits for college so that I can do well, graduate, and get a good job. Then you ask the question, why? Why do I want to accomplish that? You can say, well, I just want to be loaded, uh, which is all good, I guess, you know, (laughs) Uh, like I want want that big house, that nice car. Um, But I guess this might be my opinion. It can be an argument, but... The simple accumulation of cash is kind of a broken well, in my opinion. You keep filling it up, and it'll never be enough, you know. Um, or you could say, I want to make a good amount of money so that I can use it to give back, that I can help people, that I can be in a good financial situation. Maybe maybe I'll take care of my family good first, but I, I have ways to honor God with my success, and I have ways to, to kind of use it in that way. Yeah, maybe, or, yeah. you know, God's given me the opportunity to have this sort mm-hmm. of education not everybody gets right. that and yeah. so you go I'm, I want to pursue higher learning because yeah. I'm in an opportunity to do that because right. God gave me the opportunity yeah hey well that's that's reframing that goal yeah uh, in a spiritual way right right um, yeah and I mean there's there's plenty of examples that we can think about like this like if you want to be more kind so that you're more approachable uh, like if your goal is just not be rude yeah. to people like yeah. that that's a, that's a good goal uh, I don't want to hit you kind of rooted in, I don't want to hinder my uh, ability to share Christ through my attitude, you know, or maybe you want to lower your screen time, be more present with friends and family. You want to appreciate that gift that God's given you, you know, framing it that way. Um, it's just, it's important to establish what your foundation is. What is at the very base level of why uh, you do what you do? There's, there's something really rich in placing God at your foundation, like the examples that we have above, like, where, where you're planted matters. And I had this ver- a couple of verses from Psalm chapter 1 that I wanted to bring up here where uh, it says, Blessed is the one who does not walk in step with the wicked or stand in the way that sinners take or sit in the company of mockers, but whose delight is in the law of the Lord and who meditates on his law day and night. That person is like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in season and whose leaf does not wither. Whatever they do prospers. 
Uh, we're talking about navigating this maze, uh, and this podcast is it's it's built around the belief that Christ is the way. It, it's it takes a lot of trust yeah. to do that. Yeah. Uh, our goals need to be rooted in this biblical truth as well as just the deep love of God for us, you know, not in selfish ambition, not in I'm doing this all for myself because that's kind of empty. Yes. Um, if, if we do that, if we, if we root our goals in this biblical truth and the love of God, like the, the writer of Psalms here says, uh, we'll be like trees planted by streams of water that yield fruit in their season. So let's be intentional and uh, let's set godly goals so that we don't go through the motions in 2022. Uh, but we have many successes that we can honor the one that has given us so many beautiful gifts. So, Jack, well, thank you for your inputs today. That's kind of getting yeah. near the close. Yeah. Any last thoughts for any of that? Or uh, We we want your input, too. Yeah, Let absolutely. us know what your goals are. Uh, mm-hmm. I guess the benefit of this being at the end of the month is if you've already bombed your goals, <laughs> That's right. uh, restart. Yeah. <laughs> restart. Join us uh, on all of that and let us know if we can help uh, help you pursue those goals in uh, smarty ways. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Um, yeah, you don't definitely don't have to wait until 2023 to, that's to right. get goals that's set right. and to go there. You can do it today if you want. Um, yeah, I wanted to give Jack a thank you, and also uh, wanted to give a shout out to Tim King, who's been working on the website for us to get this up. But yes, thank you. That's a wrap. So God bless. Thank you for joining us on the Through the Maze podcast. This is the part where we navigate teen life together. Subscribe and like this podcast. Share it with friends. Leave a comment about your experience dealing with the issues we talked about. We don't pretend to have all the answers. We'd love to see you share what has worked for you and what hasn't worked. What are your stories about dealing with today's topic? It's also an opportunity to share a word of encouragement as we try to understand where Christ is leading us as we navigate through the maze.